Welcome to the Digital Bosses Podcast with Joseph and Claire. Our definition of being your own boss means showing up for yourself so you can show up for everyone and everything personally and professionally. So congratulations on showing up, boss. We created the Digital Bosses Podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you start, grow, and build a purposeful online business. If you are a business owner, creator, looking to build an impactful brand that makes a difference, you are in the right place. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Digital Bosses Podcast Show, and I'm your co-host, Claire. I'm very excited about the topic today. I have a very special guest, Kelly Lind, which I adore her work, and I also have my host, Joseph. And let me pass the mic to Joseph. How are you doing, Joseph? Hello, I'm very well. How are you? How are you guys? I'm doing great. And how about Kelly? Thank you for joining the studio this morning. I'm so excited to have you. Yes, thank you both for having me on. I'm excited. Perfect. I love the topic we're diving to today, especially for women who have a big dream. And we're really diving into five essential tips to scale your business to transformation. I think that can really apply to every business owners, coaches, consultants out there. And I would like Kelly to share a little bit more about you. Uh, of course, your superpower. Um, just kind of give you a little bit of background how I met Kelly through a networking event through Eugenidas. And I have to say that I just been watching you and you have been such a motivational and inspirational person just to see you, you know, how you really get on social and you talked about uh, the transformation using your own story. I know you have done a lot of things from, you know, financing, you used to work in fashion and consulting. And I would like you to share also one of the biggest conception when coaches do with clients when building a coaching business. Yes, thank you. Yeah, my journey has been very windy. I started out on Wall Street and then I grew my career in the fashion industry, climbed the corporate ladder, and I found coaching in 2009. And when I found coaching, I was like, oh, this is, what is this? You know, one of my clients, because I was in network marketing prior was like, oh, you'd be great as a coach. And I was like, a basketball coach? This is interesting. What is this coaching thing? And coaching wasn't really sexy back in the day, right? So I started coaching and speaking back in 2009 and it wasn't sexy. I was climbing the corporate ladder and I dealt with a lot in corporate. I, I loved it. Uh, I had every fashion girl's dream job, kind of think of several wears Prada. So I had clothing allowances. I worked for all these amazing brands. And then I landed in the hospital because I was overworking. I had a work addiction and I had, I developed chronic illnesses. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And because I was building my business and in corporate, I really got to make a decision here. A couple years ago, I went full-time in my business and yeah, never looked back. So the coaching industry is interesting. It's changed so much and it shifts. When we talk about scaling and transformation, you know, there's so many ways to scale a business. Some people don't want the multi-million dollar businesses. Some people think scaling, you know, scaling is just making an, an amazing income, being able to travel or able to be with their kids. And there, I think when we talk about scaling, there's all different ways that people think of scaling. It's not always, I have to hit the multi-million, seven, eight, nine figure businesses. Yes, it can be. And I also know people that are at the seven, eight, nine figures. They're also kind of like in a corporate job. They feel constricted and constrained. So it really just depends. It's all perspective on when we talk about scaling. I love how you explain this. And to me, what is coming up is value of time versus money and what the definition of success is, you know? 
know, everybody have a different perspective of what that means. Some people associate success to freedom, the freedom to travel, the freedom to have your own hours, the freedom to be able to do what you are meant to be doing. And some others do value more the monetary value. I am aligned with you in that. I do believe the real success is freedom. And if you're able to accomplish that in a way that allows you to do what you do, as well as generate enough income and that to be able to build that freedom, I think is great. I have a question for you about, I have a lot of people in the audience, listeners of the show and also members of the tribe that are looking to start a new coaching business from scratch. Three tips for anyone starting in 2023 as we are recording because, and how do you think it changed from when you started to now? Yeah, great question. So the first question I would have everyone sit with and ask themselves is, what do you want? And that's a loaded question. And I'll say why it's a loaded question because we want what we want because we think that or the money or the person or the experience is going to bring us a certain feeling. And so we are constantly seeking outward for that feeling, right? The multi-million dollar business, what is that going to give me? Freedom, right? For aliveness or, right? So we, or that person, is that person going to make me feel a certain way, right? No one can really make us feel a certain way. I mean, yes, it's helpful, but we all want a certain feeling, whatever that is, aliveness, freedom, expansion, creativity. So that's a really interesting thing of, okay, can you cultivate that feeling now? Because when you get the money or when you're in the press or when you have that partner and then what, right? So it's cultivating that feeling. So I first have everyone just from foundational figure out what that is for you, like why you want what you want and start creating those feelings now before you've even had the tangible things. Starting out in the coaching business, and this is for, I guess, a lot of people in corporate, right? Or very glitched. They're like, you know what? I want to change. I'm getting tired. Or maybe like, what do I want to do now with my life? That's an interesting question because you're starting something from fresh, from new, from scratch. And yet you do have all the accomplishments. And sometimes some of the things that made you successful will also make you successful in the pivot. And I will tell people this, you know, I had all the accomplishments. I was working for all these like top brands and I had a bit scrappy in the beginning. I was doing free sessions. I was speaking anywhere for free. Like I got scrappy with it and I said yes to everything. So I think there's a little bit of vulnerability and, and humility that people get to lean into. It's kind of like starting at any new craft. If I was a doctor and I want to become a lawyer, same thing, right? You would have to get the reps in. And there was some things that maybe made you very successful, right? As a doctor that you can bring into a lawyer or vice versa. So I would say that's one thing. Uh, number two is, you know, there's a lot of talk about, do I need certification? Do I need, right? Like all these things. Do I need all the credentials? And people out here are suffering in the world. Mental illness. I don't care what kind of coach you are. Grief coach, money coach, freedom coach, writing coach. I don't care. There are people that need what you have to offer. And sometimes that's life experience. Sometimes, yes, certification, sir. Think about that. How can you help people? And there's a lot of people like with the the issues of, oh, I need to niche down. And what do I you know? What does my program need to look like? How do I coach? Or it's like, listen, it's a human being or it's a group of people or maybe you're coaching, you know, on a podcast or something. What do people need to hear and learn from you? What? How are people struggling and how do they need your medicine? People always have a medicine in their heart that they can share with people. So just think of that. Like when you're getting all in your head and you're questioning everything, it's like, okay, back to basic. What do people need? How can I serve? What do I have that can help someone else? Because you have something right now. All the listeners have something right now that can help someone else. Um, number three, be consistent, have a plan. And it doesn't have to be a whole year plan or a five-year plan. It's like, just break it down into maybe 90-day increments or a week or a day. Like, yes, you can plan. And sometimes, like COVID, right? COVID threw everyone's plans off. Yes, we can have the, the big vision. It also stems for the consistency. And that also stems from us, the internal conversations that we're having with ourselves. Because a lot of this 
stuff is mindset and identity work. Who do I see myself as? Do I trust myself? All the mindset stuff. Should I post today? Should I show up today? All of that. And it's like just being one, put one foot in front of the other. These are not like the secrets to success. These are the building block. Hey, it's Claire here. How's going? Are you enjoying the episode today? And what is your biggest takeaway? If you like what you're listening, and make sure that you go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. We value your feedback and let us know how we can improve. And now, back to the show. It's so true. And I love what you said. I am thinking of keywords that come up to my mind when you're speaking. One of them is freedom, validation through career. Sometimes people do need that validation and they feel like they only are somebody if they get to a certain stage in business for themselves or in corporate. Another point that is coming up for me is direction. You need a direction, which sometimes is only a month down the line. It doesn't have to be that long. And I love how you explain it, how you frame, how you structure the framework here. I was going to ask you one question, which was about the misconception that new coaches have about coaching, but I'm going to shift it to something a little bit more useful. Anyone out there is thinking, let's talk about the validation part, okay? I feel like I need that certification because people are going to take me seriously if I do. Where can they get that? What would be your advice if they're looking to go to that direction? We're going to put some link on the show notes if anyone wants to kind of take that avenue. So that's a powerful question. And I'll say this, find evidence now, your successes and your accomplishments, right? Because I'll share a story. I was this lawyer came to me. He was like, what is your certification? This is when I first was first starting out. So I was like, oh, it's incorporating, you know, rambling off the certifications that I had. I had the coaching certification at that point, but I was still new. He's like, how can you help me? I don't even know if I can help you, right? He basically started and I was like, what do you need help with? It was just a conversation. What he needed help was, is he was having difficulties with his child, his six-year-old daughter who was getting bullied at school and she was depressed and anxious and all of the things. So sometimes, yeah, certification does serve if you want to get into NLP, for example, like that's a modality of coaching, certain modal hypnotherapy, anything that requires like more of a, a training certification of that, if you're going to take people through that, but you don't have to as a coach. Coaching is just asking powerful questions because everyone has the answer within them. It's just what are the blind spots getting in the way? What I will tell people is finding evidence what you already have done, because that allows you to show up confidently and saying, listen, I don't know if I could help you, quite frankly, because also coaching is what I have found because I was taking everyone on as a client, right? I needed money. I was like, I can serve everybody. What I found is like some people, I didn't want to coach when I got into the relationship. It's kind of like dating. I don't even know if I can help you. I don't even know if I want to coach you. Both. It's an interview process, right? Where this person feel good and know I can help them. Can I help them? Do I feel good coaching them? Coaches that are like wanting to hit, you know, some people can get caught up in just taking everyone and anyone, right? And knowing, oh, I can serve this. I think it starts with really finding evidence for the confidence within to be able to say, hey, I don't know if I can help you or I can help you. And this is the reason is why I was listening through everything you guys were discovering. I actually can really resonate because when you talk about the validation, the self-worth, the freedom and flexibilities. When I was working in a corporate and then 2019 was a year I also had a breakdowns and I also didn't know I have anxieties. And then I, in my mind, I was really struggling when, you know, like really thinking, what does this success really mean to me? And then when I started to ship myself online, I was really 
really struggling because I was just thinking about, okay, if I build a business, it's about the success. How much money can I bring? Who can I take? Literally, am I supposed to take everybody? Should I lower my rates? So there was a lot of uh, self-doubt and like, you know, procrastination. And there's just so much anxiety in her myself. And obviously, it's just like what you're saying. Sometimes we do something and we need like valuation from other people. And I know that recently, especially Kelly, you have shared lots of posts and you started to be really talked about your past, very transparent and especially being very bold. I love that because I have not seen a lot of coaches or consultants actually dive into their past. You really started to, you know, just like, you know, you ship out the apple, you're here of everything and you started to be really transparent. The next question actually I want to ask you because throughout your career experience and coaching, you have met throughout different types of people. You have worked with different types of people from celebrities, the uh, executives, C-suites, or lawyers. I want to ask you, what are the ways in your experience you can scale your business? Give some examples because I think that when we think about scale business, which we talked about previously, a lot of people think about, oh, yeah, my God, I need to hit that six figure. I need to hit that seven figures. If I don't, I'm a failure. And lots of coaches, especially on social media, we previously talked about, you have the pressure feel like you have to show up constantly, you have to put content. And a lot of people put, oh, my God, do this. You're going to make six figures. You're going to make seven or whatever. And there's just so much anxieties and people don't talk about the transparency. It's not something you do for a couple of years and you're going to be successful. So I would love you to share and give us some example to help the, the listeners, especially if they're in coaching and counseling, how can they learn from you and use your experience to scout their business in a proper, healthy way? Yeah, great questions. I have become more vulnerable and visible because of my coach. And what you're seeing with people when they are scaling is you're seeing their chapter 12 and not their chapter two, if you're reading a book, right? So I want everyone to just think about that. People can look at me and be like, coaching since 2009. So ways you can scale is number one, you can't do it all by yourself. So get help, right? Ask for help, get help, interns, team, whatever. Even if it's starting out with one person or you need to hire three to five people. That's what I have seen. And that's what I have experienced too. Thinking I can be superwoman, I could do it all. It just, it caps you, right? So that is definitely, you know, even however you want to scale, you need help. You're not going to be, you know, even rowing a boat. Number two, for me, I started out with like in my product suite with like one thing. And I think that's great with one thing getting really, great at the one thing but then some people like get bored with the one thing so it really is a personal decision sometimes you get to have a, a product suite of like different offerings because it's fun however you just want to make sure that you're focused on whatever you're launching you're focused on it you know you can have the one and be really good at it people that are helping you again it goes back to the help and delegation part of it that the product suite really helped me like oh I can send people here if they're not ready to work with me or how do they enter my world and then what are the different steps that they can work with me whether it's complimentary, whether that, you know, high ticket, low ticket, medium ticket, you get to play. And I would say to tell people with scaling that just experiment with it. Like, so there's no right or wrong way to scale. You can scale in so many different, you can scale just on coaching with digital products. You can scale on one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, I know people that have just have a referral and word of mouth business. And when they think of scaling, they're on multiple seven and eight figures and they're not even on social media. That could be a version of scaling, right? So it's not always the funnels, the ads, the 50 to 100 to 500 people team. And then I would say the last thing is getting coached. You're going to have blind spots if you want to scale. Like you said, I did not share a lot of myself. I would say hire a mentor, hire a coach, get around people that are 
playing a bigger game because that's also how you scale. Like, see, they, they've already done it. Put yourself rooms and positions that are uncomfortable. You're the small fish in a big pond because that has really helped me. Um, and not a lot of people do. They kind of stay in their their pond. Just like, no, be the dumbest one in the room. I love that. And I think you share so many key points from different ways of scaling, which I think is super useful because I do think there is this sort of idea of one scenario because of social media. And there are many ways you can do it. You can go through referral. You have to find what works for you. Look at your contact, look at your success, look at your accomplishment. I love that point that you shared before because I don't think people acknowledge how much they don't already. That happens everywhere. I always say this to people that I coach in the past with social media. Think about your client like it's a job interview. You need to pitch yourself. They need to love you. So they're going to give you the gig. It's the same thing when you get a job. You need to be able to call to acknowledge your accomplishment and whether they are related or not to what you are looking to sell, the skills that you use in the accomplishment to get there is from you. So it's about transferring those skills into something that are useful for you now. I think that's the biggest message I want anyone listening to this to walk away with. You have been such a powerhouse of information. Anyone needs you as a coach and they want to work with you, where they can find you? Yeah, they can head over my my website and like, where where am I saying that? KellyLynnAdams.com. Everything's there. My podcast and the community, all the things. So yeah, just head on over and sign up for the newsletter at kellylynnadams.com. Thank you so much for listening to the Digital Bosses Podcast with your co-host, Claire. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive conversation into all the practical tips and hacks that you can apply to grow your business. If you like the show today and you would like to support our podcast, please share with others and take a screenshot of the episode and tag us on social media such as Instagram and LinkedIn and let us know your feedback because we would love to know and share that to the world. And until then, I will see you with Joseph, same time, same place, next week.